Hey, everybody. If you've enjoyed the content I've been sharing on this podcast, I think you will love my new free ebook, How to Create Resilient Health. One of my signature talks covers why stress impacts our health so negatively and what exactly we can do about it. After every time I give that talk, I always get requests from people in the audience for the actual presentation so that they can go back through it again and reference it on an ongoing basis. This was happening so much that I finally realized I needed to create a new resource on the topic, which is this beautiful ebook I've just released. In this book, I break down the stress response, symptoms of stress, how stress impacts your health and your hormones, and most importantly, share what you can do to make yourself more resilient to it. I share healthy strategies relating to lifestyle, nutrition, and supplements to help you create and maintain the habits needed to better thrive under stress. If you're one of millions of Americans that have struggled with chronic stress, you are not alone. Let this ebook be your guide. Hop on over to yourlongevityblueprint.com forward slash creating hyphen resilience for your free download. Welcome to the Your Longevity Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Gray. My number one goal with the show is to help you discover your personalized plan to build your dream health and live a longer, happier, truly healthier life. As you know, twice per year, I combine all the top longevity tips from my guests to make a short episode summarizing these snippets, and this season is no different. Thank you again to all the experts who have donated their time and knowledge guesting on the show. I couldn't have done this without them. All right, let's get to those tips. I think my top longevity tip is to make friends with people of different ages. That's great. My mother shared that with me uh, several years, actually, before she passed. And it's one of the most valuable things that she ever shared with me. It was a long list of things my mom gave. Such a generous, amazing, loving woman. But I have to say she was right. You know, as I hit my 40s, she said, make sure you consciously make friends with people different ages, people older than you, people your age, and absolutely reach for people younger than you. And I've taken her advice. And I have to say my life is much richer for it. So... I think in one word, it would be, uh, or two, let's say it's two words, developing resilience, ultimately. When a person learns how to respond to a situation as opposed to reacting to a situation, they develop resilience. It takes time to be aware of your reactions. And there's methods of doing that, like doing body work, like yoga, you know, breath work, meditation, all of these things create this gap of having a thought, feeling, memory, emotion, or physical sensation, and creating a space to then respond as opposed to immediately reacting. And sometimes those reactions are even, even happen without our awareness. So if we increase that space, then we can choose how we want to respond to it. You know, and the way we increase that space is looking at patterns, looking at what it is that that's happening, why is it happening, being curious about it, creating that space and breathing through it and understanding yourself and connecting to yourself, your mind, your spirit, your body, and developing a response. And by doing that, you will then develop resilience. I would have to go with know your genetics. I really would. Know your genetics because the world is becoming increasingly 
more and more toxic and there's going to be a point when that burden exceeds everyone's ability to detox that's unfortunate and um but yeah know your genetics so you can mitigate the risk before it's a problem my top longevity tip would be to address your micronutrient deficiencies, would be to make sure that we are giving our body its best ability to fill up, and stop calling it metabolic reserves because I know I said that a bunch, fill up the gas tank. Make sure that as we age, as we become physiologically stressed, mentally stressed, emotionally stressed, cardiometabolically stressed, whatever it may be, as we age and approach chronic disease, which let's be honest, most of us are going to challenge or have challenges with through the course of our life. If you don't, congratulations, good for you. <laughs> um, but most of us are going to have a challenge where we experience chronic disease, your body's going to look for those micronutrients. So by taking high quality products that increase our metabolic reserves, fill up our gas tank, you're going to give your body its best fighting chance as we age. Absolutely. Smile. Smile more. Don't take yourself so seriously. I mean, essentially what you can smile if you don't take yourself seriously. So I think as we move forward, we're going to leverage DNA to live longer and the way we do that is looking at these analyses with artificial intelligence. So, for instance, the FOX3 gene is the big aging gene. That's something we need to hack and work backwards from with dietary changes and nutraceuticals. So it's strength training in case you missed it, right? So if you want to be stronger longer, it's literally the only way that you can increase your metabolism without doing oxidative damage. Gaining the strength and gaining the lean muscle mass keeps our metabolism in check, helps you then alleviate your risk of so many diseases of the brain, of the muscle and of the bone. So it's definitely strength training. And I don't care if you're watching and you're 90, we know you can see results starting at 90. NAC, N-acetylcysteine and sleep. My, my little one had a sleep regression back in August and I had been of late a, a night owl and I started going to bed with him at 8.30 every night and now I'm up at 5 a.m. well rested and this is someone who would sleep till like 11 if I could. So getting enough sleep and being able to just factor that in even if it's something that doesn't seem right or fit right. If you can make it work, it's so amazing to wake up early and engage yourself and go for a walk and, and have that space. It's really the mindset, in my opinion, because if you consider yourself old and you're like, oh, I'm too old to do this, you know you're not. You know, maybe you need to modify things, but especially with your vision, don't say that you're old or that you can't see anything. Like, be like, I'm young. My eyes are young. I'm keeping my eyes young. That's my top tip. Listening to your body and hearing what it has to say, because when I'm talking with somebody, if I pay attention to how they describe something, it always gives me the clue. And I actually tell them how much I love it when they gave me all the answers of what their body actually needs. It's having a provider first who helps to reflect those things to say, but this is what you're telling me. Yes, that symptom, but that's what it says about your body, about how it's functioning and gave me the clues to know what to test, but more importantly, already how to support you. We definitely find when I've worked with 
with someone for a while, they learn how to better listen. And there's definitely people who listen really well in the beginning. But if we can listen together, the clues that say, when you know it's not right, then it's not right. It doesn't matter that you had this test, you had this scan, you had this blood work, you had this and it says you're normal. You don't feel normal, then something's not working right. And so if we listen hard enough for those clues, we get the the right places to at least start. And then that gives us the launching pad for things to change. And we can hear the other symptoms then once we get the main things out of the way. You're going to be challenged. I am going to be challenged. Dr. Gray, you're going to be challenged. And our bodies are going to be challenged, whether it's physiological stress or whatever it may be, over the course of our lifetime. And the best way to protect ourselves is to make sure that we're filling up our metabolic reserves and we're making sure that we're keeping that gas tank as full as possible because you never know when you need to jump in that car and start driving. You've got to be active. The movement is everything. I don't care if it's walking. You don't have to be a runner. Although if you want to do that, you can. But 20 minutes a day, evening walk, so important to be standing upright and moving around and letting your body even out all these pressure points. And our bottoms are our feet. You know, there's reflexology science behind that. As the pads of our feet are work, it balances out hormones. It does so many things. So our body is designed to use things in the environment to stay healthy and if we just sit all the time that's the scariest thing to me too is not to be able to move it's got to start with food if you're eating garbage it's the old garbage in garbage out and next to that it's taking time to slow down and appreciate where you are make sure that you're happy everything that you do just make sure that you're happy surround yourself with good people find the positive things in life it's very easy like we're, we're wired as humans to focus on the negative uh, like that's just you know we're, we're geared to focus on those things that's a survival mechanism but we need to actually intentionally focus on the positive things that are happening in our life practice gratitude be grateful for the moments you have and the things that we have every single day sauna. I sit in specifically an infrared sauna. I heat my body up kind of like a shish kebab from the inside out. And then immediately afterwards, I'll go take a cold shower. So a lot of research is looking at the contrast between like temperature, hot and cold as being this really good stressor for your body to boost that resilience that we're talking. So that's one of my favorite ways of doing it. And there's a ton of research looking at how that can activate certain survival genes leading to to longevity. Everyone should be doing a 20-20-20 rule, which means with screen time, with near work, with anything up close, never more than 20 minutes without taking a break for 20 seconds and look at something 20 feet away. One and also good health tip is intermittent fasting. I used to be a little bit heavier than I am now, and I did the you know the various dieting things. You know, I did like the three whites, flour, milk, cheese, all those things. I did this, I did that. But when I started intermittent fasting, that was the only thing that ever really worked for me. And now I'm down to my high school weight, and and I feel great. Like a lot of time, my digestive times, and you can think about it. You know, I didn't really understand that, but you know, if you look at the average person, they get up in the morning, maybe have breakfast at eight. And, you know, they have a lunch, they go home, maybe they have dinner like at 7, 8, you know, who knows? And then they're eating snacks, like it's, you know, late at the Washington television. Your digestive system is working like 16, 18 hours a day. 
If you work 16 or 18 hours a day, you would be exhausted and have a hard time, you know, performing. It's the same way with your digestive system. So when you do intermittent fasting, you know, your digestive system is working, you know, four, six, maybe eight hours a day. And the rest of the time it has time to like rest and recover. And like my digestive issues went away when I did intermittent fasting. You know, I lost the weight. I just had more energy and just, yeah. So that's, that's my number one uh, health recommendation from my own personal experience. This is a personal responsibility, your longevity. Personal responsibility. It's not the responsibility of anybody else. You need to take your health in your own hands. This is something I'm really serious about. This is something I talk about a lot. We're coming out of stuff over the last two years. It is a personal responsibility to make sure that you are healthy. It's a personal responsibility to make sure that you can fight off things. It's a personal responsibility to make sure that your biochemistry, your cholesterol, your autoimmune, whatever that is for you, is taken care of. You need to be involved in your health care. You need to do every single day. It's just not a sometime thing. It's an all the time thing. I think that Lou Holtz or Vince Lombardi said that, you know, winning's not a sometime thing. It's an all the time thing. You have to do this every single day of your life. I think my top favorite tip from this episode was to make friends with people of different ages. What great advice. Also, know your genetics, address your micronutrient deficiencies, incorporate strength training, smile more, and practice gratitude every single day. If you haven't seen it yet, check out my free 14-day gratitude journal on the homepage of my clinic website, ihhclinic.com. You can download again for free. And as Dr. Dan said, you need to take your health into your own hands. And my hope is that this podcast has given you tips to do that well. The information provided in this podcast is educational. No information provided should be considered to be or used as a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult with your personal medical authority.